Welcome. And on this episode of the Junior Wakefield Show, I have my special guest, Wendy Wilson. I believe everyone has greatness in them. As a personal trainer, it's my goal to get people to push themselves and to see the greatness in them that I see. And some people have stories so great, so incredible, I felt the need to share them with the world. Join me as I sit down and talk with some of the people who define greatness in our generation. This is the Junior Wakefield Show. Hi, I'm Junior Wakefield, and welcome to the Junior Wakefield Show. Well, good. If everybody's been following through, you know that uh, my show has been talking about inspiring people, people who have a story to tell, uh, people who have been inspirational, people have used fitness to be able to overcome many obstacles, frustrations, and pressures. And today, my special guest fits into that category. Today, my special guest is Wendy Wilson. Wendy, how you doing? Good. How you feeling? I feel good. Are you nervous? No. You're not nervous at all? No. Why am I nervous for you? I don't know. Is it because there are all these people that are sitting in here that it's nobody will clap for you? Group. It actually is a good support yeah. group. There's some, there's, yeah, Mona's back over here, and there's Hunter, and there's Kelly, and, and then there's Zachary, my son Zachary. And so, yeah, you got a good support. Oh, my bad. Michael Price, too. We forgot about him, too. So, you have a good group here. I do. You have a story. It's a pretty tough story. Yeah. You're going to share it with the group. I will. And you're going to share it with everybody that's looking through those cameras and everybody on social media and so forth. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. We're going to show a picture of you. (laughs) Woo! Who is that? That was um, me when I was uh, drinking a lot and not taking care of myself. Yeah. How did that come about? I honestly, I started drinking at a really young age. I was actually not even in high school yet when I started drinking, so. Okay, so what was going on? Nothing, I just, I've battled with depression a lot my whole life, and I think that that was something that I used to deal with it, and alcoholism runs in my family, so it's just kind of what I did, just drink. Okay, so what stopped you from drinking? Um, I saw the direction that my life was going in. I was actually 21 when I officially quit drinking. So when I was actually legal to drink, that's when I stopped. I just saw, I saw that if I was actually able to go out and get alcohol myself and just kind of drink whenever I wanted, not when someone else could get alcohol for me, um, I was going to go down a really bad path. So I just made the decision to quit and I quit. Haven't touched it since. You were drinking before you were old enough to drink. Mm-hmm. Young teenage. You get to 21 when everybody can drink. Yeah. And then you stop drinking. Mm-hmm. Tough road. Yeah. I had quit too. I quit when I was um, 18 and was sober for almost three years and then was dealing with a really difficult situation. Started drinking again. I thought that I could handle it. I thought that. I can have a glass of wine here and be okay, but a couple bottles in, I was like, eh, maybe not so much. And so okay. then I quit again, and that's when I, like, quit, quit. So I've been sober for nine years. Sober for nine years. Congratulations. Thank you. Now, where'd you live when all this was happening? I lived in Virginia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you're in Texas. I'm in Texas. 
How'd you get here? Um, I followed a boy here for bodybuilding. Hey, I'm I'm okay with that decision because it got me to where I am. Mm -hmm. I'm very happy to be here. I wouldn't have come otherwise. But um, we moved down here for him to pursue his dream of bodybuilding, and I was there to support it. Okay. How'd that go? Um. Well, for me, I mean, I you know there were definitely some ups and downs. Uh, we actually, the guy and I actually broke up before I came down. He actually asked me not to come to Texas a few days before I was ready to go. Had my U-Haul packed up and everything. And he said, you know what? I don't really want you here. I think I'm just going to do this on my own. And I was like, well, buddy, Texas is a big state. Like, I'm ready to go. I'm coming anyway. And I came. And I'm very happy that I did. Um, I definitely um, used bodybuilding as um, just a focus in my life to try and fit in with him and impress him and um, sort of, it was my identity. It okay. wasn't something that I truly enjoyed or did for myself. It was more like, okay, I'm doing this so that I can impress another person. So You were an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. You stopped drinking at 21. Mm -hmm. God tells you he wants, he's going to move to Texas for bodybuilding. Then he tells you after you already started packing everything that you're ready to go. You're ready to jump in the car. Yeah. And he says, don't come. Yeah. And you come anyway. Mm -hmm. And then you get here and you're still trying to impress him when he said, don't come. Yeah. I, I am, uh, was, I was a very insecure person. Okay. I dealt with a lot of, before I came to Texas, I actually, um, dealt with a really serious situation that I think <coughs> kind of took where I was insecurity-wise and just dropped it even lower. Um, I was in a five-year abusive relationship with somebody. And he, when it's somebody that you care about and you truly love that can hurt you in that way, physically, emotionally, mentally, it really breaks you down. And it makes you kind of forget who you are as a person. So any confidence that I had before I met that guy, five years of being with him and being told, you're not good enough, this isn't good enough, you don't look right, you're too fat, you're too skinny, you know, all of these different things. It just kind of, you just, you learn to hate yourself just like they hate you. But really, they hate themselves and they're putting that onto you. But I didn't know that at the time. I just kind of thought that, well, something's really wrong with me. Like, I need to fix myself. I need to be better. And so I think then with this guy, it was a separate guy, but it was with the guy that I moved to Texas with, um, I just thought, okay, well, if I can be better, if I can do this and do this, then maybe eventually he'll want to be with me anyway, you know? Okay. So let's see the picture of you um, overweight. Is that what you want to call it? When I was drinking? Oh, a tad overweight, I would say. Let me see. Uh-huh. Yeah. <coughs> wow. <laughs> wow. When I, when I quit drinking, though, I dropped 25 pounds. And, like, I, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't days, but it was a very quick time so that was like a keg then yeah <laughs> i dropped okay. a keg yeah so now when you get back to start working out so what let's let me, let me go back so make sure everybody's up to date mm -hmm. so you get here you start working out you want to be able to impress this guy who didn't want you you continue to keep working out and then how did your life change what how i mean how did it change what made you decide to be where you are now um so when we when that guy and i officially parted ways after three years of me being in Texas. Um, 
that was when I was assisting in opening a new restaurant. Um, I, the guy that I had been training with, um, he passed away. And so kind of three big major life changes happened all at once. And I just stopped going to the gym altogether. I just quit bodybuilding. I didn't really want anything to do with it. I just associated it with bad things, you know, with this relationship that wasn't a great one with, you know, this person that I care deeply about that passed away. Um, and I just kind of dove into work and made that my focus. Um, and so back in April, <coughs> I think it was, right, April, I um, started working out with you. You started you start working out with who? With you in, in the group. And I think that um, when I started that, I was, I was just doing it because, you know, my, my friend was doing it and I wanted to tag along. I wanted to have something to do. I figured, oh, I could, I could get back into shape. This will be good for me. Um, and then throughout this process over the last couple of months, I've just, I think I've really started a good journey of changing who I am as a person. So I want to make sure everybody's on the same plane because there's a really important key. You start working out with who? With you. Okay, that's Junior the key. That's, Wakefield. That's the key I wanted to make sure we, we emphasize on that one. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. No, thank you. No, you know, it's, um, we talk about inspiring people and, and, I, and listening more into your story about how you overcame some obstacles mm -hmm. and how you overcame um, of, of somebody just blatantly telling you no, somebody blatantly telling you they didn't want you. I mean, can you can you can you expand a little bit more? What was going through your mindset at that particular time? I mean, what were some of the obstacles and so forth that you went through with the negativity that was going on in your life? I just, I mean, I've always, I've always really dealt with being insecure with myself. I mean, that's been a huge issue that I've always had, um, and I've chosen the wrong people to allow into my life that just amplify those insecurities and. Um, so during that time, it was just all I wanted to do was just be better, but not for myself. Like I wanted to be better for somebody else. And that is where the issue lied. You know, you can't want to be better for other people. You have to do things for yourself to make yourself happy, to make yourself feel good. Like that's where you have to start. And that was not something that I was doing all those years. I've just recently started that journey. So now, what was high school like? Um, high school, I, I don't really remember. I was drunk a lot. Um, I, you know, I had a lot of, um, I dealt with a lot of physical limitations kind of around high school. So in middle school, uh, I told you I was actually in a wheelchair for a while. I had surgery on both of my legs at the same time and I was in seventh grade and that, um, that was one of those things that kind of made me appreciate being physically able because mm -hmm. uh, for that time period I was not you know I depended on everybody yep. to get me to where I was going <clears throat> pick me up move me here um, put me to bed like all that sort of stuff it was really difficult um, and I was actually um, like wheelchair buddies with my friend Jennifer and she was somebody that was she's in a wheelchair for the rest of her life and so for me like knowing I'm getting out in a few months like I'll be able to learn to walk again um, ha seeing her never being able to walk. For me, it was just like, I have to really appreciate this kind of stuff. Like I have to appreciate the fact that I can get up out of this wheelchair seat and I can learn to walk again. You know, I can have that back. But then, you know, you're young. I was, in, I was 12. So you kind of forget those things. Mm -hmm. And then right after high school, 
when I started dating the guy um, who was abusive, I actually got carbon monoxide poisoning. And it paralyzed me. It caused post-traumatic stress. I know it's like a crazy, weird story, but um, I got carbon monoxide poisoning. I was paralyzed for a while on and off. Like anytime I would get physically or mentally stressed, I wouldn't be able to move. I wouldn't be able to speak. Um, I would like drool. It was a disaster. Like it, looking back on it now, it's it's entertaining. Um, but at the time, it was kind of scary. So I was just like, I can't function by myself. Somebody had to be by me 24 seven. And so going through that again, I was just like, whoa, like being able to be physically able, that's something that so many people take for granted that you don't think about. Like you get up out of bed every day and you walk and you do what you want to do. But going through those two things, like I have to remind myself, hey, like this is where you were at one point in your life. Who knows what can happen? Like take the time now to appreciate the fact that you can get up and walk somewhere or work out or do anything like that. So with you and our conversations, you talked a lot about having negative people in your life. Mm -hmm. You talk about people who were destructive, people who, who manipulated you, people who used you in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. Today, you have a group of people that are here supporting you. Yeah. You have a, you have a group of people that are here that um, look at you in a completely different light. Yeah. You look at them in a completely different light. Yeah. So for the people that are in the room and the people that are out there that supported you to help you to get where you are, what do you have to say to them? I'm so grateful for those people. I am, I mean, of course, you know, my family, my dad and my siblings have been just incredible my whole life. We've always been very close. You know, my mom left when I was 19. Um, and it just kind of brought the rest of us really close together. And so they've always been so supportive of me and, but it, when it's your family and, and they're telling you all the time, like, Hey, you're great. We love you. It's just one of the, it's like background noise almost. Okay. You don't, you don't really listen to it. Um, you listen to the people that you're like, I want to impress these people. I didn't have to impress my family, you know? They know, they knew me, so mm -hmm. I didn't have to impress them. I just wanted to impress these other people that wanted nothing to do with me, you know? Which is so silly, but now I have this group of people and it's like, I, I don't feel like I need to impress them. They don't ever give me that feeling. Like I have to show these guys, you know, that I'm worthy. It's, I already feel worthy. Just being myself and it's so nice to have people like that in my life. Okay. So, so go ahead and give a shout out to the people that are sitting in here. Okay, we got Mona. Mona, Mona Beats, Bozo Beats. Mona Beats. Mona Beats. And Michael Price. Michael Price, oh my goodness. He's a good one. Is he? Yeah. Okay. He tells it like it is and I appreciate that. Is it? Yeah, yeah. And then Kelly and Hunter, of course. Oh, that's awesome. They're so wonderful. Who? And Kelly and Hunter. Kelly, everybody, for, for the people that don't know Kelly and Hunter, who is Kelly and Hunter? They're from Greenville. Okay, cool. Okay. Hunter, will, Hunter will be with us a little later, right? Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Incredible. And then Zach. Who? Zach's here, too. Zach who? I think you know him. Uh, he's your son. That's exactly yes. it. Zachary Wakefield. Just yes. want to make sure to give a shout out to that, him, too. Yeah. So, now, you start working out in the group, right? You went from little chubby. Little chubby. Little chubby, little alcoholic, mm -hmm. right? Now you're sober for nine years mm -hmm. and you're working out on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Can we see the pictures of what you look like now? Uh, well, that ago. looks like it, but with a tarantula. That was a while ago. Yeah, but I, ooh, that was a beast right there, girl. Yeah. Wow. 
What? What? That was a while ago too. Who, that that was well, back. Who put that picture in there? That was back when I was um I was doing it for all the wrong reasons. That's a hunger girl right there. Like Dang. that that stomach didn't have a lot of food in it. You could have had a couple like double that. cheeseburgers. I on could that. have. I definitely could have some cheeseburgers okay. right there. Oh, Whataburger. They didn't have Whataburgers in uh, Virginia, <laughs> right? Okay. No, we don't. What? Yeah. Ooh, look at that back. Look at them triceps, bro. Wow. Yeah, these are all, like, these photos well, are... But that doesn't show your face, so is that you? That's me. I promise it's me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, wow. Those, these are all when I was bodybuilding, and, and I look, you know, that's a good look, right? Like, that's what you're going for, but I wasn't happy on the inside. I was, I was doing it for all the wrong reasons, and it just, like, that, this one here, like, I might not be as fit or as toned as I was back then, but that right there, I'm doing that for me, not for anybody yeah. else. And for me, because I kept telling you to do yeah, it. Yeah, for so you. That, that's pretty awesome. That's awesome. That's and that's awesome. when I that's when I first started my fitness journey. That was mm -hmm. right out of my abusive relationship when I was like, you know what? I should probably put some muscle on these uh, bones if I want to take care of myself. Oh, that's, that's incredible. That yeah. So now, for, for what advice would you have for anybody else that may be struggling or maybe in an abusive relationship who may be insecure, who doesn't know which way they're headed, which way they're going? Um, who's having trouble to find that support system. Mm -hmm. You know, what's some words of advice that you have for them? The biggest thing that I can say, and this this took a while, it's not an easy thing, but you have to love yourself. And that's still something that I'm working on. Every single day I have to remind myself, like, hey, you're awesome. Like, you can do this. You got it. And it, and it helps so much to have people in your corner that also say those things to you. Um, but you can't depend on other people for that. You have to be able to yourself that and truly believe it and and if you don't believe it keep telling yourself that until you do because we all have so much power within us to be just these incredible people we all are such incredible people you just have to dig deep and find it sometimes um and i think a lot of us are scared of what that looks like or just really don't believe that we have it in us and and you have to be your own biggest fan you can't depend on anyone else for that and once you're at that point then the limits uh, there is no limit for what you can do or who you can be wow that's powerful now also you have more in your story that we probably won't get to today of just your journey mm -hmm. so how do people uh get to find out more about your journey besides coming back on the show but um also people see you on social media or things like that yeah i mean i have social media but i've deleted the apps because i don't right now my focus is more on me not on i don't want to look at other people and think like oh i need to be like this so i actually deleted all my social media apps just to rid myself of those so is that a, is that a word of caution as as you're going through your journey and um, through your transformation not necessarily i think i think everyone is there everyone kind of deals with that stuff on their own i think social media is a huge factor it can do two things it can motivate you um, or it can kind of put you in a place where you're like, oh, I'll never look like that. I'll never be like that. And so you have to find your balance. For me, I would kind of look through and be like, I would look at old pictures of myself or I would look at kind of people and what they portray their lives to be on social media because no one's lives are like they are on social media. But we forget that when we're looking. And so you have to just, if you can look through it and not get distracted, sure, that's fine. But for me, I... I would rather just not see that stuff. I would rather focus on myself and be the person that I want to be, not the person that I want to be on social media. Well, that's amazing. Powerful. I mean, it's, it's really powerful. So 
Now when you, <clears throat> excuse me, now when you're working out, what's our workouts like? They're intense, but they're awesome. As in how? Um, they're, we do a lot of different stuff, which I appreciate. Um, it's never the same thing over and over. It's always something different. Um, working out with a group is really nice. <laughs> Guys, uh, I think we all, especially the group we have now, everyone just motivates each other so much. And I think that that's really big in a situation like that. You know, it's helpful to have other people telling you, hey, yeah, you got this, you can do this. And to see other people that are kind of in the same boat as you, just working to be better every day. Oh, that's incredible. Now, you mentioned Zachary, and it's my son, Zachary, and I'm prejudiced to Zachary just because he's my son. <laughs> because he has my looks, which tells you how handsome he is. <laughs> um, so, but he has a story to tell, mm -hmm. and you have a story to tell, and I'm going to try to get Zach on the next Junior Wakefield show to sit in the chair that you're sitting in. I would watch that. Because you guys have uh, have a connection, or you have a journey that you've been going through yeah. um, with the way him, with, uh, with the things he's going through, I'm not going to spoil it, and then what you've gone through. And you guys have used that as motivation, not just for yeah. myself, but also for the other people, other people in this room and also other people in the group. Yeah. And so, you know, I applaud you for being able to tell your story. And um, it's it's really awesome for you to be able to sit here and to be able to overcome the many obstacles and, and, and the many winding um, trails that you've gone through throughout your journey to be able to sit here and to be able to talk about it, especially share it with others. So thank you very much. That's I'm pretty happy awesome. to do it. Yeah, if I can help one person with my story. I think that's a win. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much for being here. Which is any shout out to your uh, family in Virginia? Yeah, my dad. And he's in Virginia and his wife, Julia. And then Carly and Luke and Haley, my siblings. They're okay. so wonderful. All right. Any other shout outs in, outside anybody here in the group? There's just everybody else in our workout group. Okay. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for everybody here in the, uh, in the audience. I guess we can't get an applause. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> thank you, Hunter and Zachary. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. There we go. Make, that was weak. We'll work on it. Yeah, we're going to work on it. Michael Price, just it's giving okay. you a heads up. Maybe we'll just pre-record something right now. We'll just, we'll just, there's certain people we won't have in the room. <laughs> so thank you very much for being here. Thank it was you. awesome. And I look forward to having you back. Um, and then you're about to be on What's on Your Plate, so which is awesome because I'm hungry. Good. Well, good. Well, thank you for everybody out there watching. Uh, thank you for Andrew, our producers. Thank you for Real News PR staff for giving us this opportunity to be able to uh, share inspiring stories with inspiring people such as Wendy. Uh, you know, we've had some incredible, incredible inspiring people. We had Michael Price. We had Patricia Dixon. We had Lauren Siri. Uh, we also had um, so many others that were on the show. Um, Dwayne Snyder, uh, which is just incredible. So thank you guys for supporting us. Thank you guys for being here. Appreciate the studio audience that we have here. And uh, thank you guys. You guys have a wonderful day. And uh, thank you for watching. So check out the Junior Wakefield Show on all your social media outlets, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. And uh, check out Wendy Wilson, all right? And uh, listen to more about her story and uh, information, all right? Thank you guys very much. Appreciate it. And we'll see you next time.